Hey everyone, welcome to the Mindful Dancer podcast. I'm your host, Emma, from 100% U Athletics, and I'm so excited that you've joined me today. The Mindful Dancer podcast is for dancers who are interested in the power of mindfulness. In each episode, I will share a different concept that will hopefully challenge your current views and help you understand the importance of mindful training and mindful living. Welcome to the first official episode of the Mindful Dancer podcast. I'm seriously so excited and I can't believe it. Before we get started in the episode, I just wanted to tell you a little bit about myself and why um, I'm so excited about starting this podcast. So like I mentioned, my name's Emma. I was a competitive dancer my entire life. It was my whole life. Um, And I've always just been really interested in sports in general. I went to the University of Guelph and I got my bachelor's degree in criminal justice and public policy. And then I went on after that to study social work. It was during this time in my life that I realized that I loved the concepts that came with this social work degree. And I was really passionate about um, helping people achieve their goals, which I already knew, um, as I had been a dance teacher for, started dance teaching dance when I was as young as 16 and, and I was teaching all the way through uh, university as well. And, and so then I realized, okay, I, I love sports and I love dance and I love teaching. Um, but I also love these concepts about, um, empowerment and, uh, mindfulness and how can I merge these two things together? So that's when I got back from my degree in social work and I, I started, uh, my, my business, which is hundred percent you athletics, which is a mindset program for all athletes. It focuses on team building and goal setting and mindfulness and self-care and and it's been amazing and awesome. And I've loved doing this work for the last five years, but I, you know, as podcasts have become even more popular, I just realized that it was an opportunity to reach more people. So that's really why I wanted to do this. Um, so yeah, so that's a little bit about me. So I have a couple degrees. I have a lot of personal experience. I also have experience working with lots of different athletes. And I also have a lot of experience in in my own mindfulness practice and different mindfulness practices. So I'm super excited to be here and I'm super excited that you're here to listen. This episode is brought to you by my free mindset workbook for dancers. I created this last March when we were in the middle of, or not in the middle, in the beginning stages of this pandemic when a lot of us had to train from home. I know some of us are still training from home or some of us are training from home and in studio. So anyway, it is a great workbook um, and it provides a ton of healthy coping skills to challenge you to stay active and engaged while you're both in studio and at home. You can access this workbook on my website under the free resources tab. So if you want to check that out, you can go over to the website. The uh, website is 100%uathletics.com. In today's episode, we're going to talk about what it means to be a mindful dancer and how practicing mindfulness will make you a better dancer and a happier person. Before we get started, I wanted to share with you one of the most popular definitions of mindfulness by John Kabat-Zinn. He describes mindfulness as an activity that encourages paying attention on purpose in the present moment and non-judgmentally. 
This definition is wonderful and super specific. When I'm first introducing mindfulness to the answers that I work with, I like to describe mindfulness as being present in the present moment. We spend so much time getting lost in the past and worrying about the future that we forget about the importance of living in today. Practicing being mindful and present will make you appreciate things in your present life that bring you joy. It will also help you realize what you have control over when you are dealing with a challenge or discomfort. There are so many different ways that you can practice mindfulness, which we'll definitely go into greater detail in another episode. But some easier forms of mindfulness might include focusing on your breath, noticing when your thoughts wander, or even active listening. Some more advanced or difficult mindfulness exercises might include guided imagery, mindful eating, meditation, or even some more advanced yoga. Practicing mindfulness is so important, especially for dancers, because it promotes self-awareness and builds mental strength. Dance is so much more than just steps, and if you are a dancer, you know this. There is a mental aspect that is always present. You are either fighting your inner critic or you're trying to impress someone else. Comparison is inevitable and so are mental blocks. Training your mind through mindfulness will help with all of this. It will give you the opportunity to focus on your training and what you have control over. It will allow you to be more grateful for your teammates and teachers. And if practiced enough, I promise you'll be able to break through those mental blocks. I believe the most important aspect of being mindful is being able to recognize and tolerate all of our feelings, the happy ones, the sad ones, even the really super challenging ones, the feelings that we want to ignore. Those are the ones that I want you to try to like bring to the surface. It is so important that we try not to ignore hard feelings, which I know, I know can be difficult, but instead learn how to respond to those feelings rather than react to them. When you start to do this, you will notice that you are no longer running away from your fears, but actually leaning into them and accepting the challenge. Now, I'm going to give you a few scenarios and I want you to think about if any of these sound familiar to you or if you can relate to them in any way. Scenario one, have you ever been in a stretch either at home or in the studio and you were thinking about what you were going to do later? So maybe what you were going to have for dinner or your plans for the weekend. Scenario number two, have you ever been in class and you were learning a new skill and you can't help but notice that your teammate or maybe the person standing beside you has achieved the skill sooner and you start to have that like icky feeling that you're feeling really defeated or um, maybe sad for yourself because uh, you didn't get that skill as fast as that person beside you. Scenario number three. Have you ever finished running one of your routines? This could either be in studio or on stage. I know this can definitely happen when on stage and you get off stage and you're like, you don't even remember what happened. It's almost like you had no control. You're like, I don't know. My body just went out and it just did the dance. I don't know what happened. Um, Scenario number four, have you ever gave up on a stretch or strengthening exercise because it just felt too hard? You were like, I can't do this. And number five, have you ever been cleaning a routine? So your teacher was going through and trying to like review choreo or make sure everyone was doing it correctly. And you were going through a really small detail and you thought, what's the point of this? These are all examples of a dancer not being in the present moment while they're training. Now it might seem like no big deal, 
Like, oh, I was just distracted or I was trying to have my, you know, take my mind off of something. But let me explain how practicing mindfulness in even just one of the above scenarios could drastically affect the dancer's training in a positive way. So I'm going to talk about the first scenario. So let me just read that to you again. So the first scenario was, have you ever been in a stretch and you are thinking about what you're going to do after dance? So maybe your plans for the weekend or what you're going to have for dinner. You know, I've done this before. I was a dancer growing up. I I have vivid memories of doing this or even when I'm working out at home, I, I do this sometimes. Okay. So in this scenario, the dancer is thinking about what they're going to do later. So what they're going to do after dance. So something that is going to happen in the future which might, like I said, seem like a great distraction from the stretch, but it's really a missed opportunity to improve. If the dancer is able to recognize that they are distracted and actually bring themselves back to the present moment, then they'll be able to focus on the task at hand, and the task at hand is the stretch. So you can do a couple things here. Um, One of my main kind of uh, suggestions is to kind of try out a couple different options and see what works best for you to kind of bring you back to that present moment experience. So some of the things you can do though is create a checklist in your head. You can think, am I doing the proper technique? So, okay, I'm sitting in the split. Are my hips square? Are my my toes pointed? Um, Is my body up tall? Or am I, you know, slouched forward? Those are some things you can go through that can help you stay in the present moment. You can also think about, um, am I feeling this stretch in the right places? Where am I on my pain scale? A big thing with stretching is, um, you, you know, you can push yourself much further than we often think safely. So, okay, am I, am I, uh, you know, at a two on my pain scale? Could I push myself a little bit more? Or you can simply just focus on your breath, which I know seems, I'm making that seem maybe easier than it is, but focusing on your breath, A, is going to help you with your stretch, but also it's going to help you stay in the moment. So if the dancer is able to practice staying present while they are doing the stretch, they will be able to get more out of the stretch than the dancer who is thinking about their weekend plans. You can see from this example alone how important practicing mindfulness is as a dancer and an athlete. Being a mindful dancer means you are taking full control over your own training and your progress. It is so important, so, so, so important to realize that we can't change the past or truly predict the future, even though this might be something we'd like to do as dancers, but we do have some control over present moment experiences. And we don't want to let opportunities to improve pass us by. If what I talked about today interests you at all, then I encourage you to continue to listen. In future episodes, we are going to explore different mindfulness exercises that will put you on the path to becoming a mindful dancer. Now, I thought it'd be fun to end each podcast episode with a rose and a thorn for the week. Um, But I'm going to put a little twist on it. Instead, I'm going to pick a thorn for the week and my rose has to be the same as my thorn. So this is going to continue to challenge me to find the positive um, in an even maybe challenging situation. So my thorn for this week is it's been very cold out, so I haven't been loving my walks with my dog Millie. But I love Millie and she loves the snow, so seeing her run around is totally worth it. I can't believe I did it. I recorded my first ever podcast episode. 
you enjoyed this episode and feel drawn to subscribe, rate, or review, that would be awesome. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week, and we will talk soon.